Welcome to a brand new episode of Sequel Rights, where we take a look at the franchises that make you go, they made how many of those? And we give each and every sequel a fair trial. My name is Justin Camps, and I'm here with... Elizabeth Helley. And... Tyler Hymanson. And we have finally arrived at our third film. Our first third film. First third! First third. Rule of threes. Today, we will be taking a look at an American tale... The Treasure of Manhattan Island, and why don't we get right into it? Coming soon on video. An underground tunnel system built centuries ago. Come on! What are you, afraid? Who, me? <laughs> yes. The adventure too big for one movie continues. This is a treasure map. Treasure? Treasure. I'm getting a real sinking feeling. <laughs> when Fievel, Tiger, and all their friends return. <laughs> In an all-new full-length animated feature. You have a cat with you. I'm thinking of converting. Explore the mystery. Look! You've shown us all your world. We could show you ours. Join in the fun. Now, when you guys sat down to watch an American tale, The Treasure of Manhattan Island... Did you think that you'd be sitting down to watch a serious film about what it means to be an American and the plight between unions and corporate structures? And so many other things. Corporate fat rats. Uh, Corporate fat rats. I was going to say fat cats, but... (laughs) Eminent domain. No, in this movie, the rats are indeed just rats and not cats. Speaking of rats... I know we're just diving in here, but is sure. this the first time we've actually seen rats in the movies? Yes. Real rats, yeah. Yeah, yeah. because the other one, like, the guy was Pretending looked like a rat, but he was actually a cat. Right. That was the first movie. That was the first movie. I actually have this <laughs> I actually have this in my notes as Five Takes Manhattan. Uh, yes. And so when you're say, when you were saying the title, I was like, did I watch the wrong movie? <laughs> uh, okay, I also before we get too far here, I think, you know, like if I'm remembering correctly from the last episode, I think my prediction was correct. That they would just totally retcon the, the previous No, film. you're absolutely right, and they do it in the most egregious way possible. <laughs> no, 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 I loved it. I no, loved it. What? <laughs> no, no, I laughed so hard. This breaks sequel lot. Hot take, I loved it. Hot take, you love it. So, okay, so here's what happens. Five-O comes bounding out, and he's... Well, first there's a musical number that's like... That nobody cares about. That nobody next. cares about. And it's like, oh, oh shit, no. this is actually a musical. No, that musical number was like, immigrants, we get the job done. Okay. What was it called? It was no. called, uh, we live in Manhattan or something? Yes, it was called. That. I mean, my my note says, oh, this is a goddamn musical. Yeah. Um, well, I was actually surprised that... Uh, I was impressed immediately that they kept up with the musical stuff, because sure. at this point... Um, I immediately was like, wow, uh, okay, first thing, that it's in, like, four by three aspect ratio, and mm-hmm. I was like, what, is this how it is on the DVD? Right. Like, we're watching it on Netflix, shouldn't it be the full... This movie came out in 1998, by the way. This film is not, uh, has not been adjusted to fit so your screen. It, it came out in 1998 in the UK, and then, so that's probably yeah. why, because... And then they had to bring it out uh, in 2000, stateside. Also, the, Straight anim- to video. the animation looks uh, as if it was an episode of, like, the Spider-Man. Or, yeah. Spider-Man or, like, or like Rescue Rangers. Yes. Spider-Man. Did, it, was, like, the Rescue Rangers. Yeah, Rescue yeah. Rangers B-Team. Or it also reminded me Fox of, like, morning, a lot of Saturday anime. Getting back to the point <laughs> yeah, sorry, of, of Fievel comes bounding out yes. of, after, after this song. 
Papa Papa Moskowitz is like, oh man, I'm weary because capitalism. And Firehole's <laughs> like, Papa, Papa, I had the most amazing dream. We lived in the Wild West, and I like, and Jimmy Stewart gave his last performance. <laughs> but let's throw that out the window. And he's like, shut the hell up, yeah. Firehole, you're like, a stupid idiot. Like, Life's hard. <laughs> Stop pretending. Dude, Papa Moskowitz is a dick in this movie. He, oh, he sucks. But, like, they, they completely throw out an America, uh, uh, Five of Goes West. Yeah. They completely just say it was all a dream. He's like, it seemed pretty real to me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I, Which I think is egregious. So, I, think, I was yeah, a fan. Elizabeth, why did like, you like it? Why did you like I it? I did not like that second movie, and so I thought throwing it out was good, and I thought overall, and we'll get to this, <sighs> that the character development in this movie actually... Took, uh, like, these characters grew, whereas in Five O' Goes West, they did not. Don't do this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing it. I'm don't, doing it. Don't do this. Like, because in my <laughs> mind, like, that's a thing that's like a cardinal sin of sequels of, of, like, of doing storytelling in that way, where you just say, you know what? Like, that thing that happened, like, eh, fuck all that. <laughs> and then you were also the proponent of, of, of Tony. Uh, Tony, 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 Tony married that girl. Apparently not. No, that wasn't me. I, I said that that was not canon. It was Justin that said it was canon. It was canon until this movie came no, out. He I dreamed said, it happened. Uh, yeah. No, yeah. So Tony, the, Bridget is completely gone. She's not in the movie. We got several all. emails from listeners that agreed with me. There's no emails. <laughs> <laughs> hey, sh- you hey, don't know that. Shush. Nobody knows that. We have... Dozens of fans. We've got tens of dozens of fans. <laughs> we have fans, all right? Yeah. No, trust, okay. trust me. Uh, so, but even though, okay, so I did not like that second movie, and like, a hot take, I like this movie a lot more. <sighs> I know you guys are going to like lose your minds. But also, can we say that after the first movie, I predicted that there would be a Fievel movie about the plight of the Native American. And there was. It just came how could you have even movies. Okay, well, well, now, spoiler alert, there's Native American mice oh, in this sorry, movie. My bad. Where they had to be like, all right, well, like, we're not in the West, but let's get, we still have more Indian jokes. Also, spoiler alert, there's no treasure. <laughs> there is no <laughs> treasure. What is <laughs> There is no titular treasure. There was treasure. Just What's the treasure? <laughs> He, okay, first I'm of sorry. all, the first version of the treasure was like that painting that shows the history of the That's mice not a treasure. People. And then the second treasure, I mean, super spoiler alert. I mean, I mean the we treasure, can... the real treasure was hope. Friendship? Hope. Hope? Yeah, How is it hope? No, the real, the real, the real, the real treasure is, is organized labor. But we're getting, a, we're getting, getting, a, we're getting ahead of ourselves. We're way ahead of ourselves. We're getting ahead of ourselves. But anyway, I, I liked the retcon. I was like, fine, bye, Five Goes West. It was all a dream. <laughs> I, I think that this is something that I refer back to as a cardinal sin of sequels. No, for it the rest is. Of, for the rest of this podcast. Like, I totally understand that it's a sin of sequels, but when you look at the overall franchise, I think it was a good choice. Ugh, nah. To continue Fievel's story. No, yeah. they could have, they could have, like, spent, like, two seconds trying to figure they could have, out... They could have done it in a clever way. Yeah, they could have figured out a way to get him back to Manhattan if they really wanted also, to. Also, this is a Native American, American like, story. The dream. Like, it, it, it <laughs> could have very easily taken place in the West. That's yeah. true. Easily. Yeah. But they already kind of, like... Made silly like caricatures of Native Americans in Five Goes West, and they, and they do it again. I was going to say they no, do it again. That was in this... bad. I would say it's a lot less. Uh, there is a line where the Mister Smarty Pants Museum <laughs> Rat. Yeah, he's a rat, right? Yes, yeah. he is. Museum Rat says, "Oh, they were 
incorrectly referred yeah. to as Indians. And then the rest of the movie, they all refer to them as either Indians, Indians or Indians, savages. Indians, savages, Indians, okay, Indians. Okay, only the bad guys say that, though. No, that's not that true. That is not true. Indians, yes. The good but guys just say that they're Indians. Even okay. the people that are down there visiting him because say they're they Indians. Because they know that they have to speak in the vernacular right. and no one's going to know again, what the hell again, again, about. Again, we're, we're getting ahead of ourselves. So what happens in this movie? Okay, yeah, go, go back and explain it. <laughs> First of all, uh, Papa Maskowitz is working in a factory job. He's so tired. It's, it's basically a cheese mine. He also hates his kids. He hates his kids. Yeah, yeah. Like he, there's basically a, a, like almost a weird, like social services moment where he what's the what's the the sister's name tanya tanya yeah yeah we're tanya yeah don't help tanya where he like like it's it's this dark moment where he yells at her some yeah somebody in the um somebody in the uh writer's room was like i got this genius catchphrase (laughs) every time tanya everyone knows tanya's fucking annoying as hell (laughs) so every time she talks we're gonna have everyone go tanya don't help yeah and we're gonna say it like Ten times. Okay, so, <laughs> so really so, quick aside on that. While this was happening, I was like, oh my god, they're treating Tanya so bad over and over this, like, Tanya don't help thing. I'm like, they're basically treating her like Meg from Family Guy. Like, that's true. how lame she is. And then I looked it up, and Tanya was played by Lacey Chabert in this movie. And I was like, oh my god, it's all connected. <laughs> that's hilarious. Uh, so anyways. But, like, she had a freaking singing career in the last movie, and now she's reduced to being... Annoying the annoying, the annoying sister. Yeah. yeah. Well, by the end, so, she makes good. Er, they begrudgingly I, allow her to go on the adventure. I feel, I feel like that that all the things you like about this are like half measures of things that like they were like this is a good idea, but they don't follow through with it whatsoever. Uh, I think that that so wait so what's happening here is that Tony is like short round to a rat archaeologist. Tony to pony. Tony to pony. Yeah. So Tony's back. Tony's back. Hey Philly, yeah. hey Philly. He's, the Philly. He's moved on from Bridget completely. We don't know what happened to her. Right, she left. Yeah. Also, she probably died in a, some sort of freak cheese factory accident. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> Tiger is around, and my note says, "What ghost is now playing Tiger?" But it actually is still it Dom DeLuise. Yeah. But it's he does not sound well. Well, I don't know. Like I don't know what you guys thought, but I thought that all almost every single voice sounded like it was recorded in a bathtub. Yeah, everything sounded especially on the like when we get to our uh, somewhere out there moment. Yes. Um, that yeah, that, that sounded really weird. It sounded like they recorded it in a shower or something. <laughs> um, so while we're on the subject of Dom DeLuise, uh, him, Mama and Papa, and. Um, one other person were the only people that came back who I now can't remember yeah. who the fourth person was. But uh, Well, because the voice of Five had aged out at that point. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was some new kid that Yeah, they replaced um, him uh, with the kid that was then playing Littlefoot in Thomas, every single movie. Thomas Decker. And th- this kid also went on to most famously, his most famous role is the Sarah Connor Chronicles. He was, oh. I think he was John. I like that show. Yeah. I do think that, like, the guy who played Papa, like, he must have been like, the only way I'm coming back is if you give me a bigger role in this movie. And I don't want to say Fievel 700 times. <laughs> oh, sorry. The fourth person was Tony. Was Oh, yeah. Back. The I mom think that of, uh, like, the mom uh, of uh, Mae Whitman came back. <laughs> I did think that that sounded like... Wait, uh, I'm giving actual... you a chance to, to say her? <laughs> her? Her? Uh, so, could you guys understand any of the character names in this movie? Not really. Every time someone was like, oh, Mr. Bullthling. No. Uh, I, 
I, I couldn't... Mr. Dillery Especially when people get, we're started getting nicknames, and we'll get to that. Like, I have, like... Oh, yeah. Oh, God. I mean, yeah, the bad guys the had, like, really dumb names, like Mr. O'Bloat and Mr. But Rich Guy or something. One of the, one of the bad guys, voiced by Ron Perlman, best yes. part of the movie. Yes, but which one? Uh, no. <laughs> I, it's the fat one. Okay. Yes. I couldn't figure out which one it was. I'm sorry. The best part of the movie is the other evil guy who is voiced by the dumb one? Tony J, which I noticed within like five words because he's the voice of my favorite character, Frollo, from Hunchback of Notre Dame. Like, oh, I God. noticed it within like two words. I was like, oh my God. It's Frollo. Oh, like, God. Justin hates that I'm obsessed with Hunchback and Frollo, but, like, I have dressed up as Frollo and flown to Paris to run a half marathon, so that is how much I love Frollo. No, no one's seen that movie. Oh, so, my God. So the, so the inciting incident in this movie is that Tony works, is, like, interning for this professor rat who's yeah. kind of, like... I don't know. He's a professor. He works at the Museum of Natural right. History. His and name is... Uh, his name is Dr. Dithering. Yeah. No wonder sure. I couldn't tell what he was saying. And he has the most... Like, the, the, the note that I have about this movie... Uh, and let me see if I can find it. But it's like... I was like, I'm watching this movie with subtitles, but the subtitles are like a scene before because it telegraphs everything that's going to happen. Why'd you watch it with subtitles? I didn't watch it with subtitles. What oh! I'm saying, what I'm saying is that like... It's beating you over the head with everything's about to happen. Like, I did Dithering's, watch with subtitles. Because Dithering's, ass, Dithering's assistant is like, well, like the most... Blatantly evil. Yeah, I thought for sure he was Scuttlebutt. the main bad guy as soon as he yeah, showed Scuttlebutt. up. Yeah, like, Scuttlebutt. So, like, the, the, the movie's just telling you, like, hey, it's not letting you figure out anything. He's a, he's a typical long-suffering assistant of a dumb professor. Yeah. Uh, he, so, so there's a map that leads to an underground treasure. Yep. Oh, by the way, they find kind of... the map in the uh, pneumatic subway, which actually was a real thing. I was wondering the, about that. Yeah, I, yeah. I wanted to look that up and then was like... I looked it up. It was a real thing. Uh, I'll take a nap. It was like this guy, Mr. <laughs> Beach, wanted it to be a real thing, and so he built like one block of it, and they ran it as basically like a, a ride. Like so a so basically what is like you're you're in like an underground, like the movie Philly and Fivel. Oh, no. Fivel is Philly. <laughs> Philly and Tony go on like a weird, like it almost felt it's like if, you, if you've played, what's The Last of Us DLC? Um, the Last of Us again. <laughs> we're still but, here no uh what is it called i i don't know but but when it's two of them and like it's like they're it's the same section like it feels like they're on a date this whole yeah, time while they're, they're like going there. to the mall yeah but yeah tony but, is supposed to be going to work at the cheese factory by the way right where papa mouskovitz yes got he left job. that so but they're down in this abandoned subway thing and then the subway is is air powered which is the pneumatic thing you're talking about mm-hmm. and which is crazy and you know mr beach will be happy to know that they tested hyperloop successfully this weekend. Yeah. Um, but, so they, they're in like this abandoned thing and the vibe of it is almost this uh, Indiana Jones type, we're spelunking, like we're yeah. going through, like it has this adventure It turns into story. this like uncharted film. For yeah, us. yeah. It has this weird, I mean it's fun, like I, I, yeah. I, I didn't dislike it. But yeah, it has it has like a Raiders of the Lost Ark type yeah, yeah. feel, and so then they find the the basically, oh, there's a super dark joke. So like they like the the thing gets activated. Tony falls through oh. like a crack, uh, and and like falls below the track into like the cavern that's beneath this Mr. Beach's pneumatic magical fucking subway. Yeah, and uh, Fievel's like, oh, Phil, like Tony, wake up. And he's like, oh no, like I'm in a dark space, there's a light shaft of light in front of me, I'm dead. We're, we're dead, Philly. We're yeah. dead. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's like, that's, and, and this is after, like, this movie's not made for children at all because there's a musical number before this that's completely meta and self-aware. Oh, also during that musical number, what I thought was hilarious. So the, yeah. the, movie, the film starts out with the musical number, right? We live in Manhattan. We live in Manhattan. They're singing, they're, the mice are like dancing, da-da-da. And then we like go into that, <clears throat> excuse me, we go into that scene where uh, inside the Mouskovitz house where Fievel is like saying, I had a dream about the West. And then they have some conversations, and then they and then they leave the house. And as they leave the house, like the whole scene is like four minute scene. They leave the They're house still singing. Like, yeah, it looks like the mice are like still in the middle of the song. Like we live in Manhattan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and it just, I just also laughed during that part really hard. They yeah. just love to sing. They love to um, sing. But like you were saying, when Tony thinks they're dead, Fievel just matter of factly says. Tony, we fell through a hole in the ground. We're underneath the tunnel. And then he's like, oh. (laughs) And then, Mouse Mummy. Yes. Yeah, for like two seconds. It gets nuts. It's funny you mentioned Indiana Jones before, because it gets very, like, Indiana Jonesy when they go into this. Well, that's... uh, Oh, wait, that's later. Yeah, they get the map, they go back to the professor. Right. Then when they come back, it's like... Booby traps everywhere, yeah. skeletons. I thought that was actually kind of cool. So there's kind of like, like two, there's like kind of two plot lines in this movie. There's like, um, we've got Papa in, and kind of the corporate mice at the cheese factory. And then we've got Fievel and, uh, what was her name? Chapina or? Chapina, yeah. Chapina. Fievel, Tony, the, the doctor guy and everyone who's going on this like treasure hunt into the temple. So right. why don't we kind of talk through the whole temple? Who's in the temple? Right. So they get, they, they, they get the map. Scuttlebutt go, goes down there. There's supposedly a great treasure underneath these these things. That's what Dithering is looking into. Yeah. They get through this whole penitent man will pass type of uh, uh, booby trap. They, yeah, gauntlet. They, they get through it. Like I don't know. I don't know how they survived that. There was right. like it was like. It's pretty gruesome. There's it like was fire the, the, and like every blades. booby trap you've ever seen. Yes. in one temple, it was like arrows, no. yeah, fire, <laughs> spike floor, <laughs> all of them deadly, all of yeah. them deadly, like lava rocks or something. Oh yes, like, there yeah, was lava or rocks. Or some this sort. is like the one you know mildly interesting set piece that they have. Yeah, right? I thought it was. It was, cool. it was fun. And then so they basically get to uh, <laughs> some cavern, some under, underground cavern, yep. and they find a long lost tribe of. I'm going to say Native American, but yeah. the movie calls them savage And they immediately mice. go, oh my god, they're going to scalp of us! us. <laughs> That's just the bad guy, though. Yeah, but... Uh, like, the uh, bad guy is the ignorant guy, and Fievel's... And Fievel gives, uh, gives them mm, matzo ball soup as a peace offering. I do, I no, do. yeah, right! <laughs> oh, like, I, so, so here's, here's my note. It's like, oh, you know what? We're going to get out of the West, but guess what? We still have some more Indian jokes, and let's throw a Jew joke on top of it. <laughs> yeah. well, at least they... Like, wasn't the complaint like, of many critics in the first movie is that they didn't acknowledge their Judaism enough? And so this time they have uh, matzo ball soup and they have, um, I'm sorry, what is the name the of the thing door, the door thing? Yeah, yeah the door thing. Uh, Papa. I don't remember either. Papa looks up at the sky like in a fiddler on the roof moment and he's like, hey, a little help here. To Where God. are you? Yeah. yeah. So you're saying that makes it better? No, I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm just saying this time they, they acknowledge do... their Judaism. I was going to say they with, also. With a stereotype? Yeah. Oh, like, here's the soup. <laughs> the soup is a stereotype. I was like, yes. the door thing, the door yeah. thing is not. That's just sure. like, that's a, a thing. I, I, <laughs> I did, I did, uh, I did, like, uh, mildly like the fact that, like, 
while every single character who wanted to was calling them Indians, um, they did like spend some more time like giving a bit more history about like how they were part of the Lenape tribe. So and, like, the, the, the thing about so this, there was a little bit more. This care movie, there, but... this movie is crazy lefty. Like this movie is like <laughs> yeah. pro unions. Like yeah. like that there's that there's blood on the hands of all Americans because we took things. Yeah. And, like yeah. like like it's there in on paper, but it ha- it rings false. It's like me sitting on my couch t- t- tweeting hashtag Black Lives Matter and thinking. <laughs> I've done it. Like, <laughs> like I've, 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 I've well, done my part. Like, it just, like, this will so, reach the kids. So, so there, there's a young, there's a young Native American girl, and and there's a scene where where Fivel and them they're underneath like the cavern and they're talking about these things. And Don't they, you mean uh, Chaluch? Chaluch? No, her name is Chalina. I really no, 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 but Fivel's name is Chaluch. Chaluch. Yeah, Fivel's name is Chaluch. Chaluch. They changed like, Chaluch. Chaluch. If she said that one more time, I was gonna like flip yeah. out. It sounded so. But then, so then, then she starts singing in a white girl's voice. And a and the Latin ripoff, and like that's where I'm like, all right, well, you know what? Like, you might be setting this up in a way that you think that you're helping, but you're not. I mean, it's you basically can go anywhere like... in your dreams, Tyler. Yeah, anywhere, <laughs> anywhere, um, anywhere. That happened shortly afterwards. Fievel was like woke AF. You know, he like he's he's, he's kind of a dick to her. Well, I mean, he's all depressed, and he has like. Hardcore white guilt, you know, and it's just like if this is what the American dream means, and I want no part of it. And then she tells him like, "Well, you know, I mean, it wasn't you personally that did it." And he's like, "Oh, okay." And then they sing the song. Yeah, not everyone's a horrible creep. I yeah. like, I like how he had they call them? hardcore the, uh, white guilt. The surface. Uh, what do they call them? Um, the Outsiders? No. Something like that. Yeah. The Uplanders? <laughs> I don't remember. Service Dwellers? Highlanders. Yeah. Like Highlanders. Yeah. There can only be one. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, okay, so basically... They decide to do a Pocahontas thing. They're going to bring Chalina up and show her what's going on, and then she's going to decide if people up top are good enough now for the tribe yeah. to, like, come live among them. Something like that, I guess. Well, <laughs> it's like... It's, it's, um, where's the treasure in this? Because let's not, let's <laughs> yeah. not no, they like, go down there and they're immediately like, I don't care about no treasure anymore. Right. But Scuttlebutt does. There's hidden mice. <laughs> right. There's, yeah. There's, there's hidden mice yeah. of the, of the Scuttlebutt field. Scuttlebutt tries to steal stuff and gets caught. Gets by... caught. And then that's why there's distrust. And yeah. then so like, oh, well, like you, nothing up there has changed. Uh, so that's kind of how that's. I guess shakes out. And yeah, then so they, they he, take her up and yeah, so they take her all back up to go check out the surface world now. And then why don't we jump to the because now it's going to start to collide with other stories. So right, so so this whole time uh, Tony's been supposed to be working in the mine. Yep, and he dished work or in the cheese factory, <laughs> which is so it's, it's kind of unclear of like how <laughs> that's actually working. Of of what... it's a crazy Rube Goldberg contraption yeah. of cheese making. <laughs> he, he has to wrap the cheese for the mice to consume it. They're yeah. gonna no, but the, like uh... but other people like, like there's, there's it's a whole operation. Like, yeah, and yeah. And it so, so, cool, so there, there's there's three evil as fuck rat owners of this cheese mine. Like, they put... Like, they do shit that Montgomery Burns didn't do. They're twisting yeah. their, uh, you know, mustache. Like, they, they, they're carried, like, on, like, a plinth by, like, six white mice <laughs> yeah. and, like, and, like, white collar, like, servant's gear. They use 
people as pedestals. Yeah. Like, step on them to they pop break, up you on You can their... audibly hear their backs breaking. When... Yes. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's, they, like they are the most anti-capitalist, anti-capitalist. And they have the police captain in their pocket, who is, Which, like, this Irish guy that hates immigrants. Who straight up beats a mouse. Yeah, he, like, yeah, beats the guy. Yeah, yeah, what, yeah, what's his name? Like, McUnion Buster? Like, his... <laughs> his name is... It's an Irish name. Mr. Oblota? Yeah. No, it's, no police, that's one of it's, the guys. it's police chief McBrusk. Mc- yeah. <laughs> McBrusque. Yeah. Brusque? I don't know, something like that. It's it's hilarious. So anyway, so <laughs> Tony so Tony gets back uh and, and he's late for work. And they're like, Oh, you're late, like blah blah blah. And we're not uh, gonna give you a week's pay. Which no, is... no, they want to fire him. Oh right. They, yeah. they want they want to get rid of him, and then Papa Maskowitz comes up and acts pathetic. And basically says, well, he's, like, he's so scared of you, like, he won't, you know, like, the... It's better to be feared than loved. It's better to be feared than loved, right? And then, and then, so, the main fat rat agrees, like, hey, that's a good thing, and, uh, and the line that he uses is, uh, the Russian is right, fear is a powerful tool. Yeah, this movie, man. That's, that's oh, the God. thing that's said in this children's. I'm movie. like, I don't know if it's just the time. I mean, this movie is like pretty. Uh... 98. No, it's like it's not the times. No, I, I, no, it's I, I mean, and it was a made made originally for the British. No, I mean, like, I mean the times now where it's like I can't watch any movie with, without looking through a lens of what's going on absolutely. right now. Yeah. But this movie in particular uh, has some like prescient um, references and plot points that are just like wow. Yeah. So wow. And then so the thing the thing that I have is they so they they start talking like the witches in uh, in Macbeth like these three rats. <laughs> they're like they're like oh like like you but that rat got what she what he wanted from you by being so pathetic like you need to teach him a lesson. And then and they're like who are we to say this? Who are we to stand in the way of the people? And what I have here is who are we to completely describe the beast story? Because they're basically. <laughs> Setting up like, oh, like he's so pathetic, he could never organize these mice. Spoiler alert, he's gonna organize these mice. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah. also have a villain song, so that like keeps Which right. is the it's best song in the movie. It's a villain song. It was like a yeah. half they were like half singing, half dancing. They were actually really good choreographed uh, mm-hmm. rats, mm-hmm. actually. Tony J. Uh, what was the name of that song? It was called uh, Friends of the Working Mouse. Oh, Friends yeah. of the Working Mouse. And it's we're their Friends of the, of the Working, working Mouse. Friends of the <laughs> And it's yeah, and it's sarcastic <laughs> and it's just about uh taking money from the little guy. So Scuttlebutt. Mitch McConnell be a, a fan. <laughs> since Scuttlebutt is a traitor, he rats out the fact that they brought up uh, Chilena to the yep. bad guys. No, and then they start a, a race panic. Basically, <laughs> no, like, that's the thing. Like Scuttlebutt's not even a traitor. Scuttlebutt is a plant. Like, yeah. like, like Scuttlebutt is like he's he was working just, for them the entire. These time. rats are, are financing the research of dithering in case and, he finds anything. In case he finds anything good, Scuttlebutt's there to any like, treasure you might say any treasure. No, he never finds that. Never finds any of that. Hope. Not in this movie. Uh, <laughs> so, so yeah. So Scuttlebutt comes back up from underneath the, the whole nonsense. And he's yep. uh, like, oh my god, they're savages underneath the town. Barely even human. And then uh, they start a big kill the beast panic. Uh, <laughs> like, kill they start a mob, angry mob, like, being like, we gotta kill this one Native American girl before this is a- the Indians come up and overtake this is another example of the mice in this mo- in these movies just going along immediately. Yeah, with whatever anyone tells them. 
I'll snap for you. <laughs> Immediately, with whatever crazy plan, someone's like, oh my god, the Native Americans are going to come and take our jobs. Yeah, That's pretty much what they do. They're going to take our jobs. So... Uh, and the mice are immediately like, let's riot. Yeah, except of course Papa Mouskowitz is like, no, no, this is why we left Russia. Don't do this. So all the, the angry no, mob no, captures someone's... everyone. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> someone <for> says... <laughs> As this is happening, and everyone's running around, <laughs> this is much farther down in my notes, this is Russia all over again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know, I wrote that down too, I was like, oh my uh, But no, I, no, I feel like that we're skipping some steps here, because, uh, uh, like, the, the, that, that happens, but they, like, some other things transpire first. Like, she comes up, Oh yeah, they, they disguise her in, like, regular clothes, they take her around. That's kind of... I mean, I thought it was cool that they showed the pigeons and the Statue of Liberty. Oh, we do see... Call yeah, yeah, we do see... They take her around and show What's his her name? Henri? Henri, yeah. yeah. Henri finished building his goddamn statue. Yeah, yeah. They, he flies around for a second yeah. and then you never see him again. <laughs> yeah, they, they could I don't get, think that was Henri, though. I don't think it was. Come back. I don't think well, it was anyways, Henri. their pigeon friends <laughs> take him around. Uh, they show her, like, the subway and a train and something. Coney Island. They take her to Coney Island. I mean... And then the angry mob comes. Yeah. What else are we skipping? Nothing, no, no. Nothing it's, it's not, it's not about her skipping. Oh. I mean, t- Tony's like totally macking on. Oh yeah, the, he just wants to yeah have the sex. Same with her. thing. He just, <laughs> he just wants to have the sex. The whole movie. That's all he wants to do. He gets so, mad when Fievel goes off and sings a song with her by himself. Oh, no, the thing, the thing that I feel like that with like so they were trying to stand up to so so the cheese miners. Like the owners were trying to send everyone away, treat them unfairly, like before like the Native American panic happens. Like uh-huh. they have a problem with the workers that they're trying to solve. Yeah. And that's when like the union busting, like there's a really mortifying scene yeah. where the cops beat the shit <laughs> yeah. out of some like worker mice. Mm-hmm. Tell that there's like blood involved and everything. No, it's like it's like it's a it's a low shot, it's like a silhouette, <laughs> and you see like Officer McUnion Buster, like, crack heads with a billy club. Yeah, it's pretty bad. It's it's kind of mortifying. And then it's through that unrest that they're like, oh, I know what we'll do. We'll make them scared of a native population, and we'll start a race war. Race wars! Yeah. Race wars! Race wars! Race wars! Fast and Furious reference. Um, one of the one of the rats one of the rats says descent is like a disease. Oh yes. yeah, that was very. That is that like, is whoa, a thing that's whoa, whoa. This is like a it's like you know, a on, political is, theory class happening right here. It's getting pretty dark. Um. So, anyways, uh, they capture the good guys except for Chelina, basically. But the, this, I found this really terrifying. They were about to throw Doctor Dithering into a. <laughs> meat grinder right yeah. like oh, it's they got horrifying. Meat grinder going and they were gonna throw him in there just be for existing i guess and for bringing the native american girl to the surface well no he was, was no he was trying he was trying to protect her yeah, yeah. but a meat grinder oh my god i know i was like this is messed <laughs> up well no this movie goes beyond it's it's not written for children like it screams so much of college educated white dudes in a writer room <laughs> um that it's and they think that they're being so clever I about get it. My thoughts yeah, out. I gotta get my yeah. thoughts out there, man. My opinions. Uh, and and I feel like it. Like, there's there's some really dark parts that that do not fit. 
with and and on top of all of this, let's say that this is something we haven't got to, that it feels so much more on like an Animaniacs like even like on the same thing with with Five Goes West where they're just doing like physical gag comedy. Yeah, I feel like it was even worse though in Five Goes. No, West. it was. No, it absolutely oh, yeah. was. There's nothing inventive in this movie. It's just like no. But it's still trying to go for that same type of... It goes with the animation style, where it's that Saturday Disney afternoon yeah. where they're talking about... So it's like, hey, here's a joke where someone's holding a funny thing or someone gets hit in the head and ha-ha, but now here's a police chief beating the <laughs> fuck out of, out of a union worker. Ha-ha, right? Ha-ha. <laughs> not, not ha-ha. But... At the same time, the thing that I want to go back to, like, we kind of glass over, like, the Indian thing. Like, it's a really cool, like, H.G. Wells, like, Journey to the Center of Earth. Like, yeah. the, the concept's kind of really cool. Yeah, I mean, the, the set piece, Like, a lost civilization The temple, thing. like, booby trap set piece is cool. And then I thought where they lived, that was kind of a cool set piece, too. Even though it doesn't make sense about how the plants grew. I know, so they like, were growing plants. But other than that, like, the know. baskets and the rope and, like, the secret civilization. or I don't know, I thought it was kind of cool. Also, the timeline of it is super fucked up because then they're like they were Native Americans in like 1902. Yeah. Well, no, they isolated the 1800s. themselves. No, no. Uh, um, Beaches Beach built the uh, in 1870. So, yeah. well, yeah. still 30 years. It ran from Doesn't... 70 to 73. So yeah, it was pretty abandoned. So I guess it could have been right. Yeah, they said it was like 12 years or something. Okay. Right. Still, whatever. Still, fine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they, they isolated themselves underground, and their sure. culture stayed the same. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um. Yeah. I don't know. So. So, anyways, the meat grinder thing was horrifying, and then after that, there's a lot of running around and running away, and I think they eventually Tiger comes in and scares. Yeah, all Tiger. Their tiger uh, saves um, Doctor Doctor Dithering, and. Um, there's a, this, like, uh, Papa has this, what I thought was kind of like an epic speech, actually. <laughs> that mm-hmm. was so, like, that was so, like, this is what our uh, times are about right now. This is, like, my my favorite part of this not super great movie. <laughs> I, I actually wrote it down because I was like, this is what what we're talking about right now, kind of. And always, I guess, in the U.S. But he says, I wrote down the whole thing. Are you guys yeah. ready for this? Yes. Okay, but you have to deliver it like in character. He says, stop! Enough! Didn't we come to America nope, to escape nope, such madness? Nope. <laughs> nope. I'm going to stop you right there. Okay. Read it in your voice. In character, but no accent. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Just let him read it. All right, fine, read it. He said, didn't we come to America to escape such madness? Yet here you are condemning someone based on lies and rumors. Don't you see? <laughs> Don't you see? The enemy isn't Dr. Dithering or the Indians. It's them dividing us with hatred, ignorance, fear. And then the evil dudes pop in for a second and they say, don't listen to him. He's not one of us. He's a foreigner. (laughs) And then Papa says, mister, we're all foreigners. The only ones who really belong here are the Indians. All the rest of us, all the rest of us have in common is our dream of a better life. All we got in common is America. Mike drop. Papa Moskowitz. And then immediately he yells at his daughter, don't help. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then he says, don't help, which in my notes I've written, don't help the rallying cry of middle-aged white men everywhere. 
<laughs> yeah, that's true. So, but I, I, I like that also, speech. Also, I, I, I love that speech. Yeah. And that shows, like, the stark contrast of this movie, because also, I have Dem Engines, this is a fucking quote. Like, it's true. They, but, but only the bad guys talk like that. That's not fine. But if you have, like, one of your characters say, they're incorrectly, uh, you know... Referred to as Indians, and then the rest of the movie they refer to them as Indians. Indians. Like, <laughs> yeah, and that shows that the bad guys are ignorant, and then no, the good guy, Doctor Dillery, says, "Oh, they're incorrectly referred to as Indians," and then the rest of the movie, him and they Bible all say and everyone, they, they don't, they all say Indians. At this, so time, why would you say that? Because at this time, there's no such thing as the terminology of Native Americans. Uh, so at this time, he knows in 1998, you're, you're telling me that the the writers of this movie were smart enough to be like, oh, in the 1870s, <laughs> they didn't have the term Native American. Yeah. They would have just said Native. I don't think so. He knows it's incorrect, but he calls them that anyway. No, because you that's are giving... the only way that anybody else will understand what the hell he's talking about. You are about. giving these people too much credit. <laughs> yes. It would make more sense for them to suddenly say Native Americans and have people go, did they call them Native Americans in the 1870s? They, they, did, no. they did a bunch of coke in four days and wrote this. Yeah. Oh my gosh. No, I still say that that Dr. Dithering and everybody else has to keep saying Indians or else no one else is going to know what the hell they're talking no, about. No, that's too that's much. That's the only That's reason. putting way too much thought into this, uh, ah, to this story, right. I believe. Anyways, <laughs> uh, the union people organize. They vote Papa as the head of the union. The The kids take Ch- Chalina back down and... Uh, the chief, uh, who, by the way, Chief Uliso is played by David Carradine. <laughs> um, he gives a speech Hilarious. about how no one, you know, they, they got to stay underground because people right. up top aren't good enough yet. And so they give him, they give Tony and Fievel a bomb, and Tanya, a bomb. Cause she yeah, was, what was that though? What was time. it supposed to be? It was a gunpowder, like, chamber. Yeah, but it looks like... It looked like it was supposed to be something, it, it, but I it's almost—it's almost like a. a it was like some sort of metal. I think it's—I think it's maybe a cleaning thing for a handgun. Oh, okay. And it's something where like you put and like put it on the hammer and like yeah, it was some sort of weird metal. It's like it, it almost looks like a, a like a lighter with a spur on top of it. Yeah, 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 something like that. So, anyways, they blow up uh, the tunnel and the water comes in, and they are able to escape the two bad guys. Well, they're they, like, "Trap us here forever." No, it's yeah. fine. They, they, so, so yeah, the Native Americans say, "Like, seal us down here. Like, your world's not ready. You guys are cool, but like, they're no like, one else we is have there. other ways. But to we go. have other ways to get to the surface. Yeah, don't worry about it. Henry helped us out with that. All right. Uh, Henri. Uh, um, so it's a depressing end. In that... Yeah, because they're saying bye to her forever. Yeah. And, like, the people have to stay down there. Uh, the two main bad guys, the police chief and Scuttlebutt, get. They die. Die in the uh, mud. I'm pretty sure they die. Slide. No, yeah. so, like, here's They fall into an abyss okay, of so, water. So, <laughs> this, is, this is the weird tone thing that this movie does, right? And like, and, and I didn't get to bring it up earlier when they're doing the like. So there's a fucking horrifying thing when like there's this mouse Native American mummy that falls out. Like when when Fievel and Tony are on their date, their spelunking date together, <laughs> and like it's dark, it's scary. But then at the same time, they're doing like these Avon Costello like bits of like <laughs> of like woo, and then like 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 running in midair and like like speeding off, right? Oh yeah, they go woo woo woo. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> so, <laughs> they, like they're doing they're doing like the weird Scooby Doo Rage of the Lost Ark vibe. Like the tone never quite gets there, right? And then so they detonate this thing. I, I forget. There's some contention in terms of who's detonating it. It kind of happens, yeah, purposefully, I, accidentally. I, I forget who's trying to stop them. Anyway, 
<laughs> this thing is not ex- important. <laughs> this thing, this thing explodes, and like, it looks like a subway tunnel. It looks like the channel collapses. <laughs> yeah. Like it looks like it's like okay, the structure collapses. There's water coming from everywhere, <laughs> and this is a bad. This is bad times. Yes. Um. And so there, there was other people trying to get the treasure. Like the fat rats think that there's something down there. Scuttlebutt, whatever. And that all washes out. They, but it ends up being Tony and who. Just they're digging through Tanya. Tony and Tanya. Tony, Tony and Tanya, Tanya make it up to like a ledge. Yeah, Tanya the water finally stops, and they're like, "Where's Fable?" And they, yeah. so they start digging in the and mud. Like, and, and my and what my thought is like, are they digging through raw sewage to find a dead body? <laughs> well, it was because like water. That's what, that's what this looks yeah. like. It looks like they're digging through raw sewage to find a child's body. It was water, and then it like immediately turned to mud in like a second. Where'd the water come from? It, they said there was a river above. Oh yeah, water, it was an underground river. The water quickly but maybe stopped. If it was a river, it would have completely filled up. Maybe they're mice and they just don't know. What they it don't really know what is. it's because it's like it's like oh we're look we're digging through raw it's sewage a, to a find a child's body. It's a river of shit. Yeah. No wonder. <laughs> it, no wonder it exploded. <laughs> yeah. All the fumes. That's, that's what fumes. I'm saying. Is like that's that's the pendulum swing <laughs> of this movie where it's like yeah like tiger is deputy or dumb shit. And like, do he's the chief now? Yeah, he's he took chief. over as police. Yes, chief he does yes. that. He does that. But then, like, let's wade through shit to find a child's body. <laughs> I didn't think about that. I was like, oh, it's water and then mud, and then it's like, but you know what? I'm just Amer- as ignorant as the mice. America. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So they find him. Obviously, he's not dead. Uh, but they give up really quickly, and they start crying because they think he's dead. <laughs> yeah. And then Fievel pops up. And he's like, literally right dead. next to them. But this, yeah. each happens, like, each each beat is only, like, one second. And so it's really awkward because they're like, Fievel, Fievel! Oh, God, he's dead! Oh, he's here! Like, it happens that quickly. In that respect, Fievel gets kind of neutered in this iteration of the story in that, you He's know, not even, like, none of the action is, like, uh, really brought on by him. It's like... And, Tony leading yeah. it, right? Or... And that's that's the thing we, we we very much praise in the other movies, where like it's his sense of adventure, it's his sense of or like, his we... sense of stupidity. Yeah, <laughs> no, <laughs> like, no, no, I want to wander off. No, but it, but it's wonder. It's like it's it's not. Yes, it is him wandering off, but it's not like oh, I got there and I fucked up. It's like I'm throwing my hat up the stairs, yeah. or like I'm going out and finding. I mean, Five Goes West. It's a little bit different. He's this movie, down. yeah, this movie was like. He's Tony passing. being like, Philly, come here. Yeah, yeah he, I mean, but he still had a sense of adventure and he still had a sense of justice, which I, I mean, I know that you guys don't like this movie, but I still think that sense the characters progressed. Like, this time when Fievel was like, I'm, he announced that he was going off to look for the treasure. And Mama was like, but I'm going to be so worried. And Papa was like, at this point, all right, fine, go with Tony and Tiger, you know what you're doing. Like, they've I can't progressed. wait for the next movie where nothing is changed. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, they've progressed. Uh, so, okay, so, so, okay, so, like, I'm curious to, to know what you thought of how they brought Tanya back into it, because it starts with, like, Tanya, shut up, Tanya, don't do sure. anything. And she's like, I just want to go on the adventure, I just want to go on the adventure. Fine, and shit, it, if it, shut it up. Feels, it feels like, oh, maybe, like, this is so the pendulum swinging in this way that we're going to make up for it in some way. And it doesn't. They don't. Do they that. Ju- he, Papa's just like, oh, fine, go with them. Like, yeah. it's dumb. He's like, but, I'd, I'd rather you died. But when she does go, you're gonna make me spit out my drink. It was, stupid, <laughs> it was dumb how he was like, fine, go. I don't care. But once she did go, she sort of proved herself as useful to the mission and not a hindrance in any way. Did she? And then at, at the at the, towards once 
Once they bring <laughs> back Chelina, Tanya kind of takes over this role of like throwing cold water onto Tony as well. Like Tony keeps trying to hit on Chelina, and Tanya and Chelina keep, uh, yeah. you know. Because well, Shane and Fivel kind of. She's like, keep it in your pants, yeah, I Tony. So, yeah. I think as she says. Yeah, yeah. she basically says that. She does that. say that. She yeah. says, keep it in your pants. I think. I think I remember that. I wrote it down. But then, even like at the at the very end, like she kind of is like, you know, stop acting like that. And he's yeah, like, well, but Chelina finally gives him a kiss. She does on the cheek. But it, it, it was a nice gesture since they're never going to see each other again. You know? Or will they? Except from very far away, like way through back. a telescope. Through a telescope. Yeah. Are, are those? Uh, yeah, telescope. Yeah. Through a telescope. So, uh, so yeah, it basically her. ends wow. with Papa Moskovitz making a big union speech. He's been voted the head of the union. Tiger's now police chief. And um, <laughs> what Bible, happened to the fat rats? The fat rats are still, they're still there. They're still. They just have to respect the union now. They're still there, and they're still getting carried around by mice yeah that's right i remember at the end of the movie now. yeah so nothing's changed except now they're like do we really have to work with this guy yeah just like that it's it's setting up the sequel i'm sure which is going to be about where it's be another dream yeah <laughs> i had a dream that. i had a dream that you were a union leader you were mice underground <laughs> so Silly yeah five Fievel gets a telescope from dr dithering and sees that uh chelina and chief well, Liso are all in well and watching over them from some secret tunnel. That they, they go like through a statue. Yeah. Hey, I see you, and then that's the end of the movie. That's basically it. <laughs> that is the end of the movie. Um. So fade to nothing. Any other th- thoughts on this movie before we predict the next sequel? I just uh, so many. I have so many thoughts on this movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought it was really funny, and there were like there are certainly parts that I was like, okay, they're trying to do something interesting, but. Overall, the the quality was much much lower, and I just couldn't. Uh, I can't recommend it. You know, also like I don't know. Again, I'm going to say <laughs> the title of the movie is American Tale: The Treasure of Manhattan Island, and it starts off with like a treasure hunt, and then I feel like it goes wildly Which, off the rails from there. Yes, it does. <laughs> no, and it, maybe maybe. Families that are sitting down, I don't know if anyone has even seen this movie, but like families sitting down like, oh, there's another Fievel adventure. I'm going to watch it with my kids. And then it gets pretty dark. It gets right? super. It gets super dark. It's not know. a kid's, it's not for kids. In a weird way. Fievel is like dead for a little bit. Not really, but like in a kid's eyes. Yeah, but that's happened to every movie. That's not... Uh, I don't think he's been dead. Yes, every single time. No, we know we see, we see that he's alive. They think that he's dead. Oh, we see yeah. what this happens. This is the to only him. time that we think he could have. No, no, no. Uh, friends I of see. his were immediately right next to him and go like, "He's dead." <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then yeah, he but wakes that is up. a super super common animation movie trope. Oh my god, he's dead. Oh my god, he's alive. Like every animation movie has that. Yeah, I just don't like it. Sure, of course. It's exploitative. I know. I understand what you're saying. It's not handled well in this movie. No, I agree. Yeah. I agree. It's yeah. not handled. Nothing is handled well in this sure, movie. Sure. <laughs> I like. I mean, okay. Go ahead and say your thoughts, and then I guess I can still say my hot take. Yeah, Tyler, say your thoughts. I, I think that this movie does so many bad. Like, if you're if you're making a sequel, it does so many lazy awful things mm-hmm. to just throw things out 
not respect where characters were when the last movie ended yep. and just say, you know what, this is the story I'm going to tell. And, and like, I made the joke about, like, it's Jimmy Stewart's last performance in the last movie. Mm-hmm. But it's like, oh, like, we're making a straight-to-DVD movie in the UK? Fuck that. Like, I have some shit about unions, I want to say. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I don't... <sighs> one, one, of the th- one of the notes I have in here is just rest in peace, James Horner, because, like, the music yeah, is so bad. Also, it's all just rehashes of the original films. And, and it was weird, because they did rehashes, but the rehashes were not thematic. Like, they would bring back the Papa theme, or this yeah. theme, but it had nothing to do with the scene that was happening. Also, it's a mere three minutes and 40 seconds before Somewhere Out There appears in the score. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And it, like, they're so, still holding on to that one. People know this song. It's It's... <laughs> the greatest example of of taking all right, well, I have these characters, we have the rights of these things. Let's build this by committee and put something together that we think is going to I don't know, put butts in seats because it has like oh well, adventure like Ducktales, like it has like Ducktales movie like mm-hmm. themes to Treasure it. The well, yeah, yeah, you know, it's funny because the the director, the guy who directed that, was like art department on Tailspin, art department right. on Spider Man, like right. I said, and and that's my childhood. Like I love, directed, I, I love all of these things, and like the timeline of this movie makes it just feel so dubious, and I feel like, like I said, that. Like, yes, it's woke. This movie is so far left, and, <laughs> yeah. and and I love everything it's trying to say. I feel like that it misses the mark at every turn. Okay, so I don't disagree with anything you just said. Like, I basically agree with everything you said. But still, hot take, I liked it better than Five Goes West. Like, Five Goes West, <gasps> the plot ha- just was all over the place. The um, physical comedy gags and the... Like, I just did not like it. This movie... This movie, I liked it better because it at least tried to have character development and a plot. It at least tried, okay? Where I feel like Five Goes West completely gave up. Like, this movie, I like that they brought back uh, more of the human world and that humans were actually seen and active. Whereas we mentioned in Five Goes West, they just completely I think actually the humans were in this movie for Less. just I know, but when the they were there, they, it was more interactive than in Five Goes West. How so? so? They were there for in the two be- seconds. In the whole beginning part. And then of never again, yeah. right? Yeah, well, I mean... <laughs> which, 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 by the way, they made it farther than I thought, because remember, in the first episode, I said, this, like, human layer to the world's gonna be gone. Yeah, and, yeah. And, like, it's presented to three movies. We'll see what happens. I know. I feel like fourth movie, they they did. They did. <laughs> they did. They did. Deep Impact happens. <laughs> oh, God. We're, we're, we're in that the Underground be, River with the mice. That would be amazing. I just... I still think it was better. The characters grew and progressed instead of just doing the exact same thing they did in the first movie which is what i feel like happened in uh in goes west uh not tanya no so tanya's arc was not as good but she still tanya's has less arc in this movie yeah yeah i I agree but i feel like she's just put upon the whole time papa and fievel had a better arc tony and tiger are Tony the Tiger are completely relegated to Tony comic the I feel like the, I, I so okay. I, I I totally understand what you're saying, and it, uh, I don't think that Five Goes West is a great movie. No, I, I'm not. I'm not contesting that, but I think that there is something interesting, and I guess Papa's doing the same thing. But like the hope of going west, the hope of them kind of like the, like if you're serializing this. 
that's something that does happen in American Tale. It does make sense as, hey, we're going to expand this story. In the first episode, we're talking about the fable of immigration, making it this fairy tale of the beasts of the ocean, these different things. The Five Goes West doesn't necessarily harp on those themes as much, but the Masquis family kind of goes through that same arc of, well, this is our new, this is this is our new reality. This is where we're at. Like, but but we're risking it. We're going out there. We're striving for something. Sure. And yeah. in this movie, it's like we got here. It sucked. It's always sucked. But we're gonna make it better. No. Like, by unionizing. This is like the animated, <laughs> no. animated no. version of the jungle. Oh, no. Right no. He, <laughs> so he, he doesn't have that hope at all. He doesn't, but he gets there. He At the end, he's like, I'm honored that you've... Un- he falls into un- it unwillingly. 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 But just because I he don't falls into like it unwillingly that. doesn't mean that it's bad. Yeah. He's gonna do it. He's in it to win it by the end. I just think I just think that they still have the... It's it's America will crush you. Yeah. That, is, that is the theme of I this movie. It's... It's a different immigrant tale. So Im- the immigrants come to America. A in version A, they go west. They keep going when they realize New York sucks. In version B, they're like, "We'll stay here. We'll make it better. We we'll keep working at it." Which people actually did. Like that was another but version that wasn't of what his attitude. Did. No, it totally wasn't. But <laughs> that doesn't. You know, just his because... His attitude was like... I have his attitude work. is, shut up, Tanya. Yeah, he's like, I have I'm tired. three jobs before I just could sell sure, violins. That's, I want to sell violins. Before again. becoming a leader, a lot of people go through those This is a children's movie. We're talking about fables. Yeah, I know, yeah. I know. But if, like, obviously this? we don't have kids. None of us have kids, right? But if I was sitting there and it's like, obviously we could show kids both movies. But if I'm like, do I want to show a kid Five Goes West, which is all just like... Potty humor, physical humor, and, like, fighting and, you know, fighting to take over territory, basically. Or do I want to show them this super leftist, like, you know, movie that might actually, like, instill some good ideals and, like, at least, like, promote acceptance and, like, justice? Does it? I don't know how many kids would understand what's going on in this movie, actually. I don't think that they would. Of course they wouldn't. It would totally fly over their heads, but, like... So then why, why because, But later, like, because you should remember those things later. Oh, yes, because the kids will come back and watch this movie, like, you know what, I really remember this. <laughs> third, <laughs> third American Tale film. It really made an impact on me. Yeah, remember in Fern I'm Gully? I'm going to do But, like, seriously, when you think back on Fern Gully, you're like, oh, shit, climate nah, change. never seen it. What? Oh, okay. Uh, or when you think back on any of these, like, like, just like when we watched the first American Tale, we thought back and we're like, wow, this, we didn't realize it when we were little, but this movie is actually this big allegory for the Jewish experience, you know, or whatever. And, like, we realize that now, mm. and, like, yeah. Whatever. <laughs> That's actually a great film, though. Yes, I know. It's actually a good movie. But the, I just—I'm just saying. All I'm saying is that I like this one better than Goes West. I'm not saying I like it better than. I mean, we we, we got that. Okay. Like, it's—it's—it's it's, it's just that that I, I I understand why you like it, but it doesn't do the things that you like it for well. Yeah, I just don't like the total uh, disregard of the previous film. <laughs> I think I know, I, and I think that that's something that that we, we'll explore more with this podcast. But that it's it's to completely throw that out, to completely throw out there was as much as you didn't like it, there was character development in the second movie, and to completely just say you know what, like we're throwing that out because I have an idea and we're doing this thing. We still and- want to tell. Well, okay, I was like, I think what they had was <laughs> they still have the an American tale. Uh, right, you know, 
as the main title and then there's a subtitle. So they're like, we have to tell another American tale. And someone was like, well, we still have other, we, you know, the previous film didn't do a ton with the Native American mice. Yeah, like, like, I literally have, like, we still have more Indian jokes. Yeah, let's do something with that. But it's like, I don't know if they didn't want to do it in the West or it was more expensive to know, draw that what stuff. Did, like, what did Five learn in Goes West? That's my question for you. He learned that you can just be yourself. Yeah. And you, you yourself are the hero. Uh, did you watch did the end of the movie? Because Tiger had to completely transform into another species not, in order to be. That's not Fievel. That's, that's but that's what Fievel watched happen and promoted and facilitated. I don't know. That's don't not know. what the. That's not what they said at the end. That's of the movie. not what they said. <laughs> the end of this one, they said that the real treasure is hope. For the American dream. I, I literally don't remember anyone saying that, but if they, if they did, I believe if, if they did, I was already checked out because I was so mad <laughs> yeah. at this fucking Pop, movie. They, they specifically said the real treasure is hope, and like Papa Mouskowitz was like, now um, we have hope. I might actually go back and rewatch the movie to see if they actually said that. They actually said that. Why would they make that up? I just. Because you so badly want there to be a treasure in this movie. <laughs> I was like, where are the freaking jewels? I know they've got they jewels. They've got jewels. I, I think that. Last thought, and then let's predict the last movie. Go ahead. Last oh, thought. Last thought. I, I, I think Tyler that, gets the last thought. Man. I think that, again... This is the final thought. Don't mess it up. <laughs> tell us the thought. Again. No, tell us the thought. Shut up, Justin. Let me Sorry. Speak. Okay, good. That the... That this help, movie... Justin. That this movie... Don't, yeah, don't help. Don't help. <laughs> don't okay. help. I'm letting you pass the healthcare bill. Say the final um, thought. <laughs> uh... I think that this movie is the poster child of everything that's bad about sequels. I think that this movie throws things out, it shoehorns things in, and whether or not it's trying to say something good or or whatever merits that it might stand on, within the sequel of the other two movies, within the other two movies in the context of them, it completely bastardized them, it completely throws out the characters from those other movies and doesn't do it with any thought or any foresight and kind of betrays you uh, at every level. And I think that that's the thing that you can't do as we're talking about these movies going forward where I want to praise clever ways of bringing the story forward, clever ways of changing these characters. And to throw everybody out and then to make everybody more cynical is the exact opposite of how you move a story forward. Yeah. And that's how I felt watching this movie where, you know, I don't, I completely agree with you, Liz, that like Five of Goes West is a complete departure of the movie that we enjoyed of, of American Tale, but it's a thematic extension that you can at least on paper see how it makes sense. This seems like a cynical I don't know force feeding or or just it's like it's like it's putting a puzzle piece that doesn't quite fit it doesn't this could have been a better children's movie yeah. it didn't need to be an american tale movie and to have it in that canon disrespects those movies and i'm going to say it again like to just to be like up oh, like jimmy stewart's last performance that was a dream. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, and, and like, and we're, we're five dudes with like 80 grand and making a directed VHS movie. Fuck you. 
Like, I, I don't... I, and, and like I said, their, their heart was in the right place. I think that... I, I had to look it up while I was watching this movie because it's so lefty. I was shocked at how lefty this movie is. <laughs> and I was all for it. And I was like, oh man, like 1992 was woke. And then when I found out it was 98, I was like, ah, shit, man. Like, you, you're too late and you missed the mark. Like, it's, it's not... It feels so removed. It feels like someone's in a writer's room in Connecticut. And <laughs> yeah, like, and I, I and, then, and then like let's send this over to Korea, and then like they'll Japan. draw it and whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like um, it's just it, it doesn't. It, it, the outline. If you look at the outline on paper, you'd say, "Hey, you know what? We have something here." But the way that it all comes together is mean. And it uh, kind of throws out everything that was nice and and magical about the other movies. I think overall in all of our episodes, one thing like you mentioned that we'll probably continue to explore is like, do you reboot everything or do you continue and have to figure out how you continue when someone has led the franchise astray? You know, like, so if we like, whether or not you liked Goes West, if we sort of agree for the sake of argument that it went astray they had to decide next do we erase it or do we continue it from there they chose to erase it whether or not that's the right decision and for this franchise or any franchise is something that we'll continue to look at but sure i agree i almost almost would have liked if they had you know not said anything about the last movie and just you would have been left up to your imagination it's it's secret prequel right like secret prequel Yeah. yeah Okay, so but, uh, what is the next one called? Because yeah, so you guys, exciting news. We are on our way to the final film in the franchise. Oh, we probably can't license that. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you sang it so terribly. I don't think... Okay, good, good, good. <laughs> That's good. how we don't get me. around music licensing. Don't, don't rewind the episode. <laughs> After you listen to it, it's done. You can't go back. Um, all right, so we finally reached the final one. It's called... An American Tale, The Mystery of the Night Monster. Oh, God. Okay. It's going to be a Sherlock Holmes-type story that goes back to the Don Bluth Great Mouse Detective, and it's going to take place in England what? because the they whole... up on America. No, the whole immigration of America was just a dream. <laughs> <laughs> I had a dream we moved to America! <laughs> No, can't you see? We're still in Russia. Yeah, can't you see? Oh, yeah, Russia. No, they, they made it all the way to England. Is what oh, right. Yes, okay, okay. So it's a mystery. So, yeah, I think it will be very typical mystery, Sherlock Holmesy kind do you, of thing. What do you think the night monster is? I think is? the night monster is probably just some other animal that they think is a monster, and it'll turn out to be, like, an iguana or a snake. I'm going to go ahead and guess that... Um, I'm going to say that, <laughs> against my better judgment, I'm going to guess that... Tiger is still the police chief. In this, <laughs> in That's this the continuity thread. And he, Tiger is a bigger focus in this movie and that Dom DeLuz is back and that's why it's a bigger focus. I don't know these things. I have no yeah, idea. Yeah, I haven't yeah. seen the movie. I haven't looked it up. And I'm going to guess that Tiger sleepwalks and he's the night monster. Oh, it's a Mr. Hyde. I like it. I like Tiger it. Tiger is the night monster. I like I'm how we're all it. going Victorian though. Like, <laughs> And it's all just going back to like, oh, it's European. Yeah. Oh, it's and by the way, I want Bridget back and women's suffrage. If they find another fucking map in this movie and it turns out that there's mice in the sky floating around in blimps, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> nope. 
<laughs> We're going to make Bioshock Infinite. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. Uh, that's going to do it for sequel rights. Yeah. We will see you guys. Thank you with... guys for tuning in. Oh, before we go, though, make sure to hit us up on Facebook, facebook.com slash sequel rights. On Twitter, twitter.com slash sequel rights. Sequel rights or at sequel rights. And then you can also shoot us an email uh, if you want to tell us that, um, you know, you thought that uh, Treasure Island was super great. Yeah. Who, who, <laughs> if you love Treasure Planet, <laughs> if you love the movie Treasure Planet, send us an email. Send us an email. <laughs> and the email is? SequelRights at gmail.com. We want to know whose side you're on uh, yeah. between me and Tyler on this movie. <laughs> is the third movie actually... Team Tyler. <laughs> team Tyler. Yeah. Yeah. Is no, third... Team Justin, where you just like... Let us argue. I just, make, right. I just make jokes. Uh, it is, uh, yeah, uh, that's it, I guess. Uh, Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.